0: This is the Coffee Commune podcast, where the coffee community comes to collaborate, showcasing today another of our Coffee Commune members. Enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Coffee Commune podcast. I'm Phil Debella, And today I have a wonderful member from the Brisbane Junior Chamber of Commerce, Mr. Nathan Shocker. Welcome.
1: G'day, Phil. Thanks for having me.
0: It's a pleasure and I love what you're doing and um, anything around the youth and, and obviously the junior because now I'm considered, uh, you know, uh, the godfather they call me of the industry and I'm 46, which is pretty terrifying. Um, I don't know if it's because we've done well or if it's because I'm bloody old, but uh, 46 and to be called a godfather. Be- because you've done well. Because, <laughs>
1: yeah, You're definitely not old. Not <laughs> well, old at
0: all. I love the, so I love anything to do with junior. <laughs> I love anything to do with young. It, it, it uh, you gets my attention. You absorb our youth. <laughs> it gets my attention. Tell me in 60 seconds, tell me a bit about what, um, you know, tell me a bit about the Brisbane junior chamber and tell us what it really focuses on 60 seconds plug it away and give us the website as well
1: yeah so the BJCC uh, has a history of almost 75 years Uh, we've done a recent history project that tracks us back to the mid 1940s so we're a community of like-minded individuals business owners professionals entrepreneurs start-ups students Uh, we're all about connecting with each other networking and then making Brisbane and more widely Queensland the best place to work play live enjoy um, um, absolutely. So our website is bjcc.com.au.
0: Fantastic. And a range of members from what,
1: give us a few of the um, examples of the categories. Yeah. So we're not uh, we're not industry aligned or affiliated in any way. So we have everything from bankers to lawyers to insurance professionals, technology, media, fine artists, sports people, medicine, uh, commercial cleaning, which is my mm. background, uh, commercial property, residential fantastic. real estate, everything, and it's so. a big
0: community. How many members so far? Uh, so
1: we've got uh, we've got a bit over five hundred paid members yeah, and fantastic. a wide community of about uh, six yeah, and a half thousand people. Massive.
0: And to put it in perspective, most chamber of commerces are around eighty to one hundred and twenty. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's a few stand out at two fifty plus, mm-hmm. but at five hundred plus, there's you won't find many across the country. Thank so um, great work, Nathan, and Thank congratulations. So let's get into the questions. Number one, why have you chosen to be part of the coffee?
1: commune community? Why not, really? That that should be the question. Why aren't you a member of the coffee commune community? Uh, I'm, I'm an absolute massive advocate that businesses, individuals should be a part of bodies, industry groups, voices that are bigger than just an individual uh, because we have to come together. And I think if anything showed us through 2020 uh, and into 2021, we have to act together. We have to bring our voices together. We have to speak together. We have to help each other. Um, we have to come together. Otherwise, we're not going to survive anything. So, that's why we're a part of the, the coffee commune because we want to add our voices. Yeah, fantastic.
0: And and, and and the reason why we obviously reach out to all the Chamber of Commerce and we work with a lot of. Chamber of Commerce is for that reason because you guys are brilliant at what you guys do, and we want to add value to what you, you know to what you're doing, and we all come together for the benefit of community. Total. What problem does your business
1: solve? So, it's in two parts. Uh, the Chamber of Commerce, first and foremost, it's about building that community networks and connections, so bringing businesses together so that they can work together, so that they can come under, um, under our umbrella of trust effectively, knowing that Chamber members are trusted individuals and organisations and that they should be working together, they should be helping each other. They're often small businesses, local businesses. Uh, so, that's our first big value. Uh, and then our second second reason is, uh, is advocacy, is bringing... Bringing those voices together so that we can speak on their behalf, whether it's to councils, state government, federal government, other industry bodies, whoever it is, to advocate, agitate for change and cause change uh, to make business Uh, And economic environment better for
0: everyone. Fantastic. And that's why people should be members of Commerces and, you Mm. know, Chamber of Commerces and et cetera because of the power it gives. You're not just one person anymore. You're you're backed by many. Um, The biggest issue your business faces today is what?
1: That's a very good question. The biggest, uh, it, it's the biggest challenge. I wouldn't say it's the biggest issue. The best, the biggest challenge is always people. Mm. It's always people within a business, whether it's internally for a chamber. We have a committee, and then we have some thirty odd ambassadors for our chamber. So that's always a constant challenge: is managing personalities and individuals, and uh, everyone has different goals and aspirations and ambitions. Uh, but more widely, for our community of businesses, it's it's always going to be people. Mm. Technology changes. Businesses figure out how to adapt to it, grow to it. Um, economic circumstances change constantly. Uh, businesses figure out how to adapt to it, but it's the people that will always be the challenge and the issue of businesses. Um, how to manage them, how to find them, how to train them, how to retain them, how to do anything with people. That's always going to be a number one challenge. I love
0: it, my friend. And um, I, there's not a day that goes by that I don't have that conversation <laughs> with somebody, um, you know, because obviously I work on behalf of many businesses yeah. now because um, yeah. our job is accelerating people's potential. Yeah. So, we're dealing yeah. with, with hundreds <laughs> businesses yeah, and yeah. um you would you would know here like at the time and my answer is very <laughs> similar i might just record yours and just walk around and, and go here we go here from somebody else but uh well put and some great um information nuggets there for for our listeners because it is you know finance changes economics change politics changes mm. we adapt the hardest thing is
1: actually dealing with the people element. Totally. what has been the most rewarding part of your journey to date uh well it's the most challenging it's the people uh, always, the most rewarding thing is uh, when you w- when you see that spark, when you have that conversation with someone, and you give them that that motivation, that inspiration for them to go and tackle a problem or a challenge. Uh, literally, right before this podcast, I was with one of uh, our committee members, and she she engaged with the meeting with me and she said, I wanted to talk to you. Um, I could tell it was potentially going to be some challenges with committee members, personality clashes, that sort of stuff. By the end of the meeting, I could see that flash of that spark where she was motivated and inspired to go and tackle mm. a challenge that we're facing. And it's not a people challenge. It's just something that we're trying to do for our members. Mm. Um, that, that's always the most rewarding thing is, is seeing that because that's like the start of the idea, and that, I love that little spark there. Because then you can see that flourish over days, weeks, months, years. Um, but I love that. I love that moment with those people. Yeah, and you turn right. You can hear it in their voice. You can see it in their face. Oh, faces. can't you? Can't yep. you? Um, what
0: is the mem- What is a memorable piece of advice you would give to somebody?
1: A memorable piece of advice I give to someone. Uh, it would be a piece of advice that someone gave me many years ago, uh, and it was. If someone comes to you with an opportunity, say yes. Because in their mind, if they're bringing it to you, they've already got you saying yes to it. Mm -hmm. So if you say no... Or if you don't provide an alternate solution to a yes, then those opportunities stop coming. Yeah. So take we, call them. It,
0: we call it yes if. You know, yes and if. you can see people, um, you know, they're either no because people or they're yes if people. Ah, um, and a yes if. Good. So everything like. can be a yes if um, because obviously if you, you can get a lot of trouble if you keep saying yes to everything, <laughs> right? Um, you know, yeah, that's personal, professional and family. <laughs> My inbox so. is going to be full. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. You know, uh, what is your favorite mantra, words or sayings and how does it inspire you?
1: Jeez, that's a question and a half isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, well I, I don't think I'm really one for mantras or or sayings or uh, I, I, yeah I don't have a I don't have a memory bank you for don't quotes. have go to No no I, I, I'm always a firm believer in in, uh, in working hard just yeah. just work hard and uh, you have to you have to have persistence to what you want to do and it's coming through small business myself uh, as you know, you have to be persistent. It's mm-hmm. it's often the most persistent that win Correct. at the end of it all and Correct. and knowing that if you're persistent long enough, you you pretty much beat everyone because everyone will disappear.
0: Yeah, yeah. And well, there you go. You've probably b- built a few of your own sayings there that people can <laughs> grab and run with. But it is persistence. It is resilience, um, you know, and you've got to keep going. Mm. If you could solve one problem in the world, what would it be and how would you
1: go about it? Problem in the world. Uh, well, you, you got to come back to the people problem, I suppose. How would you solve it? Uh, people are going to talk to each other more. They've, they've got to, it, it's uh, understanding current circumstances zoom and video calls and all of that sort of stuff is it's really powerful and it can be really really productive and really helpful N- nothing's a substitute for a face-to-face meeting ever 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 like I'm um, I'm yeah I've long been a big fan of doing face-to-face meetings I remember uh, a couple of years ago I went on a bit of a quest of uh, when I was a, a newly minted president of the BJCC I I reached out to as many current members past members potential members that I could even people that had just come to one event hadn't become a member um, and I did coffees with them Mm -hmm. and in that at the end of the 12 months I did it over a calendar year at the end of the 12 months I'd worked out that I'd done just over Mm -hmm. a thousand face-to-face coffees in a year uh, and that taught me everything I needed to know about the BJCC. It taught me everything of where we should target our community, where we should grow it, where our opportunities are, where our challenges are. Uh, so coming back to your question, I think that the, if I could fix anything, it would be the people thing is that and, and just getting people to talk and understand yeah. different points of view, voice your opinions, voice your concerns, voice your challenges, whatever it is, but talk about it because it, it's astounding the amount of common ground that you'll constantly find amongst everyone. Yeah,
0: yep. and it's and, and in a world of um – COVID and all the rest of it, it's mm. actually a standout now. Something yeah. so simple of picking up the phone and saying, let's catch up face-to-face totally. rather than picking up an, an email and sending a Zoom link, yeah. um, it makes you stand out. Bingo. And I always, always say the common denominator of failure is poor communication. Um, and oh, and yeah. a great way to stand out now with good communication is to actually make the effort to meet yeah. face-to-face. Totally. You know, And relationships
1: is where it's yeah. all at. Yeah. So yeah. No and and not, not high behind emails and, yeah. and digital comms yeah, big fan. and that sort of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Big Don't fan. be afraid to uh, – yeah, it's – I'm uh, <laughs> if you're, a few of our committee members know me for just the, I'll do a lot of cold walk-ins on people mm. and businesses and I'll just, uh, I'll figure out who I need to ask for yeah. and then I'll just literally walk in. Won't call ahead, won't ask ahead and I'll be like, is this person here? And the, the amount of times you'll get some pretty some pretty massive people that will go, well, if they've walked in, I'll give them five minutes. Yeah, totally. And then five minutes turns into an hour, two hours and
0: yeah. yeah. And you got their attention. Totally. Tell me, what is your biggest fear and how do you deal with it?
1: My biggest fear. You get
0: all different sorts of <laughs> answers, like from scared of the dark to sharks to, you know, coffins to all sorts of stuff.
1: My, my biggest fear is uh, letting others down. Absolutely, okay. that's um, uh, and it certainly drives me in my role as being president of the chamber. Is I don't want to, I don't want to let my fellow committee members down. I don't want to let my ambassadors down. I don't want to let my members down. Most importantly, uh, and in my uh, in my time as being president, it's coming to a close at the end of this calendar year. So my my focus has now shifted to I don't want to let my chamber down in a way that when I leave they plateau or even worse yet slide backwards. Mm-hmm. So that's my biggest fear. I don't want to let them down. So and how you dealing with it? A few tips for the listeners. <laughs> Obviously, a lot of planning, a lot of yes. coaching. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Succession planning. You've got to, uh, I think with any fear, you've got to push yourself out of just thinking about the fear. You've got to push yourself into that. Firstly is breaking it down. Is okay. What do you need to do now? What needs to happen next week, next month, next year, whatever it is? Compartmentalize it a bit so then you can start to knock those things off. Uh, And then it's about building people around you. Is that in in my role with the chamber? It's about empowering the committee and the ambassadors and bringing in the right people and figuring out who those right people are. And sometimes you've got to go through some bad ones to get to the good ones. Um, But you've got to, yeah, you've got to be clear in assessing that as well and communicating. With those bad ones and making sure that they understand why stuff isn't working and giving them the opportunity to make it right. And if they're not going to make it right, then you've got to you've got to make those hard decisions and be decisive and move on when you need to. For Absolutely. Sure. So that's that's how you're gonna beat the fear, is okay. you'll beat it through action, yep, ultimately. Good.
0: Well said. What lesson experience or moment in life has changed the way you think?
1: Oh, it would have to be the the biggest change in my life was Uh, So going back to way, way, way back when I started working, I started working when I was uh, 13, 13, almost 14. Uh, I started working in cleaning uh, in a business, working weekends, school holidays, earning pocket money effectively Uh, in that business. uh, So over the next 13 years, I worked my way up through that business. So I became uh, uh, like a, a lead hand Supervisor, area manager, ops manager, so on and so forth, um, uh, helped this this business grow, um, become more successful, all of that sort of stuff. One fateful Monday afternoon, after thirteen years, two months, and eight days, uh, sat. I was called to a meeting with the managing director of the business, and I sat down. and The managing director of that business opened the meeting and said, "The first line of the meeting was." By the end of this meeting, you either would have resigned effective immediately or you'll be terminated effective immediately. It's pretty <laughs> tough way to open a meeting. <laughs> There's not really many places to go in a meeting from there. Uh, pff, honestly, I can't even remember how long the meeting went for, probably 20 minutes, if that, half an hour maybe. Um, so, a career that I'd worked for 13 years, two months and eight days came to, an, came to a very abrupt end. Um, what makes that moment so life-changing for myself is the managing director of that business is also my father. Mm. Tough one, isn't it? Mm. And so how did it change the way you think? You, you go through a lot of trauma, quite honestly, through something like that, working in family business and I think um, and to take nothing away from any other business, family business has a such a unique…
0: Dynamic, Yeah. yeah.
1: Absolutely, to work around the people that are your parents, your siblings, whatever it is, w- any sort of family. It's a whole nother relationship dynamic. It's, a, um, yeah, there's ways that you can't hide from work because the people you love are the people you work with and vice versa. You can't hide from personal issues at work because yep,
0: they're the same exposed. people.
1: Absolutely. So, um, <laughs> so how's it made you as a boss now with um, with your business? Uh, I, I I believe the best thing it, it has done for me is it has made me much more understanding over time I believe it's made it's ultimately made me a better communicator because I think back to then and for me I never saw that change coming and so I never want to be I, I don't want to be the person that springs that sort of a dramatic change on someone yeah. else yeah. So well, that's so. how that's how I approach it as being a, a boss and a leader, and even within the chamber as president as well. I, I I'm I'm never going to be the one that's going to drop drop the axe on someone in the blink of an eye, yeah, sort of yeah. a thing. They're going to know it's coming for sure, and I'm going to give them that opportunity to to know it's coming as well. And it's yeah. a key point there. And mm.
0: um, as you know, my story, i mean, most listeners know my story about, you know, started Cosmopolitan, similar story, nine years, and, um, you know, was working for somebody and didn't want to do change, didn't want to do anything, treated people badly, and it was time to move on. Yeah. And then I ended up marrying his daughter. So that was my father-in-law. <laughs> so, um, you know, and we went on to build the biggest coffee company in the country and he had to sell because he had no staff because yeah. he didn't to look after him. Yeah. So yeah. Um, now I'm hearing you and mm. um, there's a lot of nuggets there for the listeners to take away. But the key for me on that one, Um, is that you didn't go and follow the same path. You actually used your negativity and turned it into a positive um, that you now are a nurturer, you're a communicator, Mm, and that makes a lot of sense of why uh, because you you could see how vivid that was for you, um, you know, telling that story that after 13 years and two months and and eight days, I think it was, is – you know, you you don't want to be the person doing that to somebody else and hmm. and you've you want to take that and leverage and say, I'm not gonna be that person. Yeah. I'm gonna be part of the change I wanna see in the yeah, world, as Gandhi absolutely. said. So absolutely. you know, kudos to you, mate, and that's why I love doing these podcasts, because it brings out nuggets of gold and information sure. like that. Thank you. Last question. And you've done an amazing job because you didn't weren't given <laughs> these questions beforehand at all. Last one. Finish this sentence. When I leave a room, I would like people to.
1: Probably at the moment they like. Thank God he's gone. <laughs> what would you like them to think? <laughs> I, I I would oh, – what would I like them to think? I, I would like them to have that spark of motivation and inspiration. That's what I would like them to have and not because of me, not because I was in the room with them, uh, but because they had a conversation that sparked it because they had an idea because they were in a space that created that for them. That's what I would want. I, I, I don't have to be the spark. To give them the motivation. If I'm a part of that conversation that gets them there, then, I, I, I yeah, I, I walk away loving that for sure.
0: So. Fantastic, listeners. You can see why the president of the Brisbane Junior Chamber of Commerce is so successful with over 500 members in the group. Um, some key nuggets there. One, you know, obviously around the thousand meetings in one year. That's that's three coffee meetings a day. For, for a whole year I hope it was all uh, my product at the time uh, <laughs> mostly, yeah, mostly. <laughs> did, But uh, no mate uh, you know as the president of a chamber and of course you run your own business as well but you've, you've done a remarkable the Brisbane Junior Chamber has a great representation has a great brand presence um, it has great members we look forward to doing more with you and your members Agreed. at the commune um, you know Guys, if you're not part of a chamber of commerce, the Brisbane Junior Chamber, especially for those strong up-and-comers, you know that are in business or established business or even work in a business and want to be the best version Mm -hmm. of yourself, Mm -hmm. um, I can't think of a better one for you that targets um, that youth and has a wide reach and range and does a lot of you know education, support, advocacy. So um, get a look it up. The Brisbane Junior Chamber of Commerce. Nathan, thanks for being on the show. It's been a pleasure having me. Cheers. And until next time, um, you know, as I say to people, go and be the best you can be. The Coffee Commune is all about bringing people together to collaborate. And it's all about helping people accelerate their potential. Absolutely. Get at it. Take care.
1: Thank you for listening
0: to the Coffee Commune podcast. Remember to subscribe and rate this show wherever you're listening.